The attempt is brought to you by Gossamer Gear, manufacturers of functional ultralight backpacking gear designed by hikers. I've been a user and big fan of Gossamer Gear packs dating all the way back to 2012 when I was first introduced to their Mariposa, the 60 liter lightweight internal frame backpack. I've since downsized to the Gorilla, Gossamer Gear's 40 liter pack, which I used for the duration of my Pacific Crest trail through hike in 2017. I choose Gossamer Gear packs because not only are they lightweight, but they can also comfortably carry a heavier load for when I'm leaving town with too much food, snow gear, and or enough water to cover a 25 mile dry stretch. I'm also a user of several accessories sold on Gossamer Gear's website, including their hipster fanny pack, their shoulder strap pocket for my iPhone, and the Lightflex hiking umbrella to protect my fragile ginger skin against the sun and also rain. Gossamer Gear is also the maker of The One, their popular one-person trekking pole tent. It has been said to be the one you need. Listeners of the attempts can score a 15% discount at gossamergear.com by using code THEATTEMPT15 at checkout. Again, that's 15% off your cart by using code THEATTEMPT and the number 15, all one word, at checkout at gossamergear.com. This deal is only good for a limited time, so don't wait. Previously on The Attempt. Hey, it's Ben. Uh, it's the first night of... Uh, it's uh, day three. Um, it day is five. Day 16, I believe. Day 17. Day 18. Day 20. Uh, yeah, it's a good day. You know how he said at the beginning in that interview that I did with him that he's looking to find toughness out on the trail? I don't think it's a good answer, but I think that that's the best answer I can give. Toughness. Well, I think he's already pretty tough. What impresses me is that he seems to be learning how to be gentle. Third thing I'm grateful for is Mount Rainier because it is the most beautiful gosh darn mountain on the planet. Okay, that's all for now. You're listening to the podcast my sister makes. <laughs> it's called The Attempt. I see what you're trying to do. <laughs> Remember how at the end of the last episode I mentioned there were some dark clouds in the distance? Turns out it wasn't just rain. Oh shit! Oh my god! Hell! So yeah, Benjamin got hailed on in August. Anyway, we're going to pick up from here and let Benjamin take us to the southern edge of Washington. Um, last night we had a pretty freaking awesome thunderstorm. Really lucked out. It was about 30 seconds just after I got in my tent that it got really bad. Um, minor leakage in my tent, but overall pretty snug as a bug in a rug. Um, other silly things. At lunch today, I was trying to open a packet of buffalo chicken, and I just absolutely sprayed it all over the place. Uh, 
but it started raining again, so that got clean. My socks are soaked through, my shoes are soaked through. That's not great, but otherwise pretty good spirits. We are actually, we're now walking away from Rainier and towards Adams, that's the next big mountain. So yeah, feeling pretty positive. At this point, I'm starting to pick up on some patterns with Benjamin's recordings. Like, the one we just heard is a captain's log. Socks are wet, leak in my tent, sprayed myself with buffalo chicken. It's like this off-the-cuff retelling of the most eventful moments of the trip. And then there's another kind of recording, which I think of as more notes to self. It's like he has these ideas rattling around in his head as he hikes, and he just wants to process them out loud. Like, for example, this one, just a couple days later. Here's some habits I want to kick. Uh, I want to stop swatting at every mosquito that lands on me. Um, I want to stop being jealous of people who I think have it more figured out than me. Um, I want to stop being cautious in a counterproductive way. Like when I know that um, I need a certain amount of food, I don't want to take more food. Um, I want to stop being concerned about catching up to others who are ahead of me or the others who are behind me catching up because this isn't a race and it's a really silly way to think. And Oh, mosquito, fuck, I swatted it, see? Damn it. I did kill it though. Um, that's a good number of habits to want to kick for now. Alright, that's all. And then a little later, we have another captain's log. A bit of a rough go of it last night. So my trowel for digging holes for my poops broke, snapped clean in two. So that wasn't super good. Um, and then the tent that my parents actually bought and resupplied me with a couple days ago came with a hole. Uh, so I woke up with a mouse in my house. Uh, and more specifically, I woke up at around 3.30 in the morning because a wet mouse had fallen from the ceiling of my tent where it was clinging and landed on my neck. So that was a pretty upsetting way to wake up. Um, and again, or something like that. And then spend a couple of minutes getting the mouse to leave my tent. Um, didn't sleep a whole lot after that. Another highlight of yesterday was there's some trail magic. A really wonderful person who goes by the name of Stark Naked. She rented a truck and drove out to this forest road. So I stopped there, uh, had a couple sodas, cookies, chips, played a game of cards. Um, so yeah, I guess a bit of a mixed bag. Thanks to Stark Naked, super nice person. And thanks to the little mouse for visiting. Um, and thanks to the trowel for breaking. Those are my shout outs. And now for my favorite kind of recording I get from Benjamin, the talking to himself in the woods variety. I thought I'd do a recording as I uh, make dinner today. Um, 
took me a while to set up my, my my tent and stuff. I was really tired, just like sleepy tired, in addition to like my feet and legs being tired. Um, just to go over my stuff that I have here, I have two isobutane fuels. I'm using one plastic backup. Got a pot that's comically large. Um, tiny little stove now. I say that because I get like made fun of by other people who see the pot. The black bags. They're like, oh, you're cooking for a whole family. I've been taking magazines from the towns I go into. Now I'm cooking for myself. It's like one liter. It's not that fucking crazy. But everyone else has these tiny pots. And get a boil some water. Uh, while that boils, what do I want to eat? Save my bars for breakfast. Don't need to poop more, so I won't have that fruit. Ooh, I chips. Better, better than Oreos preserved. Dorito and cheese. It's properly crushed. And let's pick out. Looks like it has rice and beans. It's gonna be good. All right, got a lot of stuff going on in front of me, so I'm gonna put the phone away and uh, figure my stuff out. Bye. Hello, I am walking south of Trout Lake. So Trout Lake is a little town in southern Washington, and the town is just incredibly hiker-friendly. You can camp in the backyard of the general store for like five dollars, and after like three days of rainstorms, thunderstorms up in the mountains, dropping down into the kind of valley, sort of sunny. There was hot food and friendly people. It was just so darn lovely. And now I'm back on the trail. The next stop of Oregon. Um, I'm really excited for that. I think it'll feel really good to have one state done. It'll also be the Proclaimer's Day. Because I will have walked 500 miles. So I will need to walk a lot more than 500 more. Um, and I'm thinking today about what this guy I met, what he said like a, a week or so ago about how peaceful he feels just walking through the forest sometimes. Um, and I'm feeling that right now. Um, yeah, just feeling positive today. Uh, forecast is really good for the next few days. It's like 80 degrees, but I'm in the shade. Uh, yeah, feeling peaceful. Over the course of his hike, in all the various types of recordings I've gotten, I've been able to hear my brother feeling lots of feelings. Excited, exhausted, soaked. But peaceful sounds really nice. So you might have been wondering, how long does it take to lose track of what day it is on the trail? Well, for Benjamin, it seems like about a month did the trick. Good morning. It is about 9 o'clock a.m. Um, and it is, I want to say, Tuesday. Um, the 13th of August. 
And today I am, I don't know exactly where I'm going to go today, but I'm still walking south. Um, I'm nearing the 500 mile mark, which is exciting. I am enjoying the sun. And particularly today, I'm thinking about how much I've enjoyed the process of kind of seeing mountains that I'm familiar with in the distance. And then actually walking to them. And then seeing another one. First, you know, you kind of saw Baker in the distance. He walked past it and you saw Glacier Peak. And then you pass it. Then you walked past Rainier. And then we passed Mount Adams. And next up this morning, for the first time, I saw Mount Hood. Yeah, I think that's really cool. <laughs> These are mountains I kind of, you know, grew up looking at. And it's very satisfying and very kind of, maybe emotional is the wrong word, but very touching to me to, you know, go past them. And especially to have the benchmarks of, like, actual mountains and volcanoes. That's pretty cool. Uh, I think I'll remember that for a long time. I think it's one of the highlights of the trip so far for me. Um, yeah, it's sunny. The forecast is good for the next few days. I've really enjoyed uh, meeting the you know, folks I've been walking with. People like uh, Hansel and Gretel, the German brother and sister. I've been you know, leapfrogging for several days now. So this brings me to one last type of recording that I've been getting more and more of recently. Let's call these cameos. No. <laughs> All right, Hansel, you can introduce both of you guys. <laughs> we don't want to introduce ourselves. <laughs> okay, we're Hansel and Gretel and yeah, from Germany. Yeah, brother and sister hiking together. So far, we haven't argued a lot. <laughs> yeah, and we're happy to be here to do the to have this experience, this opportunity. And meet lots of cool people. <laughs> I won't make you do it anymore. <laughs> hey, good morning. Uh, it's about 7.45 um, on Wednesday morning, the 14th of August. We're about 34 miles from Cascade Locks, which is the first town in Oregon. Uh, I'm walking with this guy, Odie. Odie is short for Outside Dog. He threw hiked the Appalachian Trail in 2013, and a couple years later started the Hiker Yearbook, which is a physical book that he produces kind of as an art project. Um, and we just kind of going at the same pace, so I've been walking with him for about two days. He is just a fascinating dude. All right, so the hiker yearbook is basically a high school yearbook, except for it's anyone that's attempting to through hike or do long distance sections. Everyone sends their photo in and their trail name and their real name and then uh, email address or contact. So then when you get home, you can look up Twinkle Toes and Dirt Dauber and all of your buddies and actually like stay connected for life, hopefully. They call me the keeper of the memories. I've lived outdoors for six years on the Appalachian Trail and the Pacific Crest Trail doing this. I live in a school bus and I travel from Georgia to Maine and then back every year and then now I fly out to Washington every year and uh, hike Washington and Oregon 
and see everyone out here. But um, I love it. I'm a military veteran who didn't adapt well. <laughs> but yeah, hikeryearbook.com. It's easy. Sometimes it surprises me how social the trail is. Every person he passes is a new friend. And anyone who knows Benjamin knows that he's really good at that, making friends and building this strong sense of community. In fact, it's so second nature to him that sometimes it feels like he has to make an effort to be on his own, to find some solitude. As much as he seems to love meeting friends on the trail, I think he also kind of likes those days when it's just him walking, even when it gets tough. Hey. So, to be honest, this is a bit of a difficult day. Um, I mean, nothing. I'm happy and healthy and I'm just freaking tired. Um, but amid my grumpiness, I just kind of came around the corner a few minutes ago and all of a sudden saw views of Mount Hood, the Columbia River, and the gorge. And it was pretty gosh darn cool. And there's Cascade Blocks! Oh, look at that! You can see the town down there. Oh man, that's exciting. Fuck yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm on this like, ridge, kind of 3,000 feet above the river. And all of that's going to go down tomorrow. Okay, that's all. I am about 100 yards away from Bridge of the Gods. Um, trail crosses from Washington to Oregon. So I feel... For the first time, I think, on the trail. I think I said I'm proud of myself for making it this far. This is kind of the first benchmark. Um, shout out Jay Inslee. Shout out Washington. Shout out Seattle Storm. Go, go M's. All the things I love. Let's fucking go. This is the most Benjamin way he could have crossed the border, shouting out to Jay Inslee and sports. But seriously, 500 miles is such a feat. In fact, I thought the occasion called for something a little different to end this episode. Hello? Hey, how's it going? Going well, how are you? I called him because in our family we have a special way of celebrating milestones. You might do something like it, like a roses, thorns, and buds or something like that. But the Lozano Drachmans are strictly a high-low huh family. I was wondering if you have a high-low huh for Washington. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do these off the cuff. All right. Um, so my high in Washington was the day after I saw, the day I saw you. Uh, Antoine and I were going to stay another night, and then we're like, screw it, we're coming out. We're leaving. So at like 6 p.m., we started the trail and we timed it perfectly to get up on this ridge um, right as the sunset behind Mount Rainier and we were both just like blown away 
we, we kind of simultaneously said, like, this is, like, top five, like, views I've ever seen. But at that point, we were actually east of Rainier, so the sun was setting behind Rainier in, like, a fashion that, like, I had never seen before. And below, in the surprise to known, is probably the foot health. It's a lot of pain. Speaking of, I got a new blister today for the first time in, like, 100 miles. And then the huh. The huh was probably when you when I heard in the very like second episode, the third episode you made, where you were like he's uh, you know, Benjamin said he wanted to get tougher, wanted to see about toughness, but he's learning to be more gentle with himself. I was like, huh, that is really interesting. Um, that has like stuck with me as like one of my top five takeaways from this two and a half months. Wow. So I'm very glad you said that, and I don't think I would have appreciated that lesson had you not done this project. So I'm very grateful for that. That may or may not have happened in Washington, but it was about my time in Washington, so I'll allow that. So that's Washington in a nutshell. The high, sunset behind Rainier, low, blisters, and the huh, learning to be gentle. All right. I love you, brother. Talk to you later. Bye. You've been listening to The Attempt, produced by me, Julia Drachman, with help from Doug Byers. We are a production of Bad Cat Media, created in partnership with The Trek, a media company dedicated to thru-hiking and long-distance backpacking enthusiasts. Find all the episodes of The Attempt at thetrek.co slash theattempt. You can find more information about Bad Cat Media on our website at badcat.media. You can also find photos and behind-the-scenes content from the attempt on our Instagram and on Twitter. We're at badcat underscore media. The music you heard in this episode is from Blue Dot Sessions. Thank you so much for listening. Next episode will be out in a week. Got a pot that's comically large. Um, I say that because I get like made fun of by other people who see the pot. They're like, oh, you're cooking for a whole family. No, I'm cooking for myself. It's like one liter. It's not that fucking crazy. But everyone else has these tiny pots.